right, so we'll scrape through with you. My name is Dave Pafford. I'm the Director of Leadership Development for the Ohio Ministry Network. I wear a few other hats, too, including uh, working with college, college students. And, um, an old college, online learning, and a learning management system, even if you're in a traditional quote-unquote college and sit in the seat here in the laptop, they're all using it today. There are only two places left in the world that use a lecture model, like I'm doing right now. And they are the university and the church. Most schools, like this one even, um, if they're thinking correctly, they're, they're shifting from a lecture model and thinking more about how to learn from the side or learn in a circle. And they're thinking about how to take a classroom and turn it into a laboratory. That's really um, a strategy that I would encourage you to use in a local church setting as you use a tool like this. But the purpose of the tool isn't the tool, it's to one, is there a way for me to train my leaders without having to call them to my location? Um, and is there a way for me to get better information across to my leaders in a timely manner than having to transfer all the information? Because what will happen is you'll have people come to your physical location and you'll, you'll, you'll exchange all that information. And there actually won't be enough time for them to try and practice what you told them or for you to get from them what you probably would. And some of our fastest growing churches have recognized this and they've put tools like this in place. Whether it's right now media or planning center or there's a number of tools. This is a customizable tool specifically for discipleship. So this is not an organizing tool, although you could use it that way. Uh, this is not a, a planning tool, although you could use it that way. Its specific purpose is designed to create online courses, content, uh, conferencing for people in your discipleship uh, module. And it allows for real-time tracking. I'll show you some of that um, in terms of reports. And it's a content generator, okay? So how many of you have ever had taught a class and you said, hey, did you read, read the book? And everybody in the class raised their hand, okay? And then you went through your list and you're like, nah, they didn't read the book, okay? This allows you to get somewhat past that. So. As I just showed you, I could log in and see exactly when you logged in, how long you spent on it, and I could be very direct and say, well, well, Gina, it looks like you only were in the class for about five minutes, and we need you to spend a little more time on that to really gain what we're trying to capture, okay? So I see this tool really for, um, for adults at this point. So we could use it for kids. So um, I'm thinking like nursery workers could use this. Readers could use this. Board members could use it, exactly. Um, I haven't seen anybody use it for kids. I think you could. Um, and I'll, I'll go ahead and show you some of that as well. So um, I'll say this and then we'll dive in. Um, the internet is everywhere, okay? So we're, we're able to see um, people use mobile devices. Uh, to get on here. And actually, I think most people are using a mobile device, whether it's like an iPad or something like that when they're sitting and using it. Um, so I'll show you a little bit of that now. Um, are there any questions as I get started right out of the gate? Okay. All right. There will be time for questions. So, All right. So when you log in, there's several things here you see. There's users, courses, categories, groups, branches, reports, user types, and import, export tool, and events engine. Okay, um, so what I'm going to do first is I'm going to show you our infographic, which is a report. This is everybody that's on here, okay? So we've got about 500 users, uh, about 50, excuse me, 150 courses, 13 different groups, and 34 branches. So that's about 13 churches that are on here. 
Um, these are the classes people spent the most time in collectively. So um, look at that. So with courses, you can build a free course, and most of the courses are free. You could also build a course and charge for it. So we do that. This new credentials orientation course is a course that's $100 because we want people to come as a live thing. But if they can't, like let's say they just had a conflict or whatever, we're like, that's fine. Just pay the $100. And instead of paying to come to Columbus, you pay for that. Now, we do waive that sometimes as well. But you create a course at your church that maybe it's a marriage course or special course you want to charge for because you have resources or whatever, you could do that. You have to set it through Stripe. Okay, so this shows our, our course completion rate, our test pass rate. We need to make the test harder, clearly. Uh, all right, so we have about 1,500 assignments, 402 completions, about 400 executions, and the average score is 86. That's pretty good. We also have a, something called gamification, and that just simply means we made it a game. Um, and so Nicole Greger, who's a Chi Alpha person, actually several of these are Chi Alpha people, is our leader, so they passed me months ago now, um, in terms of points. So this is not something we've really tapped into, but Mox Milla Foxfire is an uh, internet tool, and they actually will give you points and prizes for, for um, the points in our, our, uh, our setup. Okay? We have uh, 100, excuse me, 45 videos, about 200 assignments, 113 individual tests. So these numbers are actually small. Um, we actually think the commuting hours are probably more like, because this is based on a location in like a city, not all over a state. So I actually think the commuting hours are probably closer to 500, and the average training for a church that really uses the program would be in the neighborhood of about $800. Because these people aren't traveling to the location. Okay? So that's just a quick overview of everything. Uh, what I want to do now is um, take you into a course actually take you into the courses. And um, I'm gonna, there's a couple ways to view uh, this, this program. So if you see under user group, or excuse me, user types, you'll see you can add user types. I'm an administrator, so I see this thing three ways. I see it as a learner, as an instructor, and as an administrator. So I think every church should have administrator, put their like Sunday school teachers in as teachers, and then students, whether they're an adult or they're a student that's a young kid, they can um, I'm learners. So I'm going to go in here right now, see this, it says administrator, and I'm going to make that learner. Okay? So now this looks totally different. So this course, I'm only halfway through. Uh, this is a test course. There's a leadership pipeline, a bunch of generic courses. Um, that's interesting. Training on Christmas boys. <laughs> uh, uh, I actually create, when I have meetings, sometimes I create a learning because I'll upload the audio, play video, I'll dump it in there too, okay? Um, some leadership training, so introduction and mentoring. Samples is church reader course is an amazing course. they got some small group training as well. And then a bunch of electives like church planning, deacons and elders, uh, media and the family. And these are being created by AG people across Ohio. Why do I love that? Because I'm not the bottom that came. Nobody has to say, hey, Dave, you have some really great training. I say, oh, yeah, sure, somebody creates some great training over here. Why don't you take advantage of it? Okay? So these are just the courses I'm selected as a learner in. These are the courses I'm, I'm a, a learner. So an individual person would see, hey, what's my progress in a certain course? Okay? So you can just see um, 
the badges and things that I've done. So, uh, 142% of the courses I have started, uh, half of them are in progress, and I've completed 10%. No, that probably is wrong because I go into courses and I do all kinds of edits and stuff like that too. But you could see over course of a year or a period how often the person's logging in. Um, you know, last time they logged in, all that fun stuff. Okay? So, that's a very, very fast, just overview. But let's go ahead and look at courses as a learner, or excuse me, as an instructor now. Okay? So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna demo a course called Small Groups. So you'll see there's a clone. Those clones, this is special to me. Clones are backup of courses in case somebody accidentally clones or edits a an original course, okay? So we're going to look at uh, this course. Now let me say a couple things here. These courses can be shared on social media as well. If somebody on social media that doesn't have a unique email in our system does it, you can't track their progress. So just know that, okay? Um, here's the URL for the course. You can invite people to it. And these are the blocks of this course. So Again, I'm, just, I'm showing you an individual course right now, and it's totally customized. We're going to build a course here in a second, but I just want you to see the back end of it. So this is what the professor sees, or the instructor, or the teacher. So if I if I uh, I built a course, I can move things around in here. Um, I can adjust things. I can add new content to it. We'll do that in a second. Uh, but the learner is going to see it a little bit differently. So. If I log into a course as a learner, this is what I'm going to see. So I'm going to show you now what a learner sees. Drawing a small group. Please check out this quick video on how small group leaders at one church are encouraged to seek people out. So that says completed, let's continue. So I'm actually in the middle of a course, and I need to back up. Uh, I'm going to start over here. So this just says, thanks for taking time. Out of your busy schedule as a leader, this course is a launch pad for new small group leaders. Blah, blah, blah. Completed. Let's continue. Okay? So here's the video. It's from YouTube. And I just pulled it from YouTube. Yeah. For whatever reason, because I'm on this certain Wi-Fi, it's blocking me it's probably the Wi-Fi. They don't okay. on YouTube. Yep. But normally you'd be able to see that. After that's over, you would get... So you don't even need to own your video or have it. You can plug it in from another source. Actually, I'm going to show you in a little bit. I can actually search on this in YouTube. I can search for Hope Church, and I'll pull all the YouTube videos on Hope Church, and I can grab the one I want and dump it in the course. It's very, very user-friendly. Because I already was thinking when I saw the first, the outline of what the course was going to look like, I was like, oh, I probably don't think a lot of videos. Nope, you don't. If they're already out there and they exist... Here's what we ask. We ask that if you're going to put stuff on here that you want to expect that you would allow it to be shared unless you block it and put it in your specific branch to lock people out of it, there's some work to do to learn how to do that. It's not really all that hard this time. And then two, um, that if you use something that's from somebody else, you either ask permission or you cite or both. So this this particular flow of a small group, this comes from Gordon McDonald, whose church is a fantastic church on small groups. We asked for permission to get their small group resource. So it's here. Uh, if you can read that, this is the flow of a small group. So we go through that. There's um, slides. So you can click through here. So 
don't know if you can see that. Move it around. Underneath there, it just says use with permission. So slide one, slide two, six reasons we're committed to small groups. Slide three, slide four. I'm not going too fast, right? You guys are good? Okay. So here are the five elements of a healthy small group. Discuss God's word, genuine care, authentic accountability, meaningful prayer, intentional reading, preaching. So when we're done with that piece of it, so that could take a while, um, there will be a quiz. Okay, so let's go to the quiz here. So this is the quiz. So this has jumped in because I'm halfway through the course and it's just thrown me into the questions. But this is a question that I built that has unique words in it that I plug in that actually will allow somebody to check and see what kind of content that they create. So you plug in unique words, and if the words are in there, that's how they're going to get their three out of six points. Yep. Based on how many of the words they get. Right. So see how this says unable to proceed? As a user, I want them to take the quiz. Now, what I'm going to do uh -huh. is... Okay. I'm going to go... I'm going to log out of here as a user... Now I'm going to view it as an instructor, okay? So we go over here, click on quiz. Uh, let's go back. Click edit. So these are the questions I'm asking on the quiz. What are some ways to show genuine care? We can make the questions random. We keep them the same. We can do multiple choice. We can do a bunch of stuff. So, um, so this is a question called... Select some elements of a healthy small group. See how easy it is? I can literally type in here to make the question. Okay? And it's a multiple choice question, and there are several quick, uh, quick answers. So um, all, the, all the potential correct answers, I click yes, and then it builds the question for me. Okay? This feedback button's helpful, too. If lots of people have trouble with the question, they can let us know. So what's cool also is that if you notice, this says show all questions from all courses. So you can select questions from prior courses that you want to review. Um, it's just a great tool. So uh, anyway, so that's that's quickly the quiz. That's great for a spiral method, a spiral method learning. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. All right, so um, I think what I'll do now is I'll show you how easy it is to build a course. Okay, um, just so you can see that part of it. So, let's see here. I want to try and stay on time here. Um, so, I'm going to go to courses again. I'm going to click add a course. Let's make up a name for a course. What do you got? Some categories we pre built. There's youth and children's leaders. We can stick it under there. Okay. We can select an image, select it from our church um, logo or picture, right? So, see how it's pulling my desktop up? It's looking for a picture, right? I don't have any currently on there. All right. And then um, for kids, leaders at first assembly. Okay. Alright, so there's some things here. It could be inactive, or we could hide it from the catalogs so nobody can see it while we work on it. 
We can create a course code. We can set a price. For now, it's going to be free. We can actually create a time limit. This certification is really cool. So let me tell you about it. Um, so the certification, let's say, how many of you have like a bus ministry in your church? Anybody have a bus ministry? Okay. Um, does anybody have something you have to get a certification every year for? Like, like a bus ministry? Or like maybe a background check chaining or something like that? Yeah. Bingo, yeah. there we go. So you can actually build a certification in here that when it expires, the people you built the course for it will send them an email saying, hey, your certification is about to expire. Do you want to do the review course here in the learning portal before you take your test quiz with CPR folks? And you'll let them know. You don't have to do anything after that. It's just runs. Okay? And then levels. So the levels are important for what you talked about spiral learning. So... I talked about a little bit about this before, but exponential learning. So complete small groups 101 before you can get to small groups 201. So as a learner, you can block them out of 201 until they completed 101. So you can build those levels in. Okay, so this says save and select users. So I could select the users in my branch or, or whatever. Okay, so we're not going to do that. We're just going to uh, save the course and go to the course index. Okay. So now I need to go down and find our course. What's the name of that again? There it is. Okay, so notice a few things here. Number one, at some point, somebody may want to edit. Or look at that. Do you see that? C-L-O-N-E. It could clone the course. Okay? So we're going to go in here now. We're going to edit the course. And we'll, we can select users and add users to it. Um, Let's see here. So, Josh Wilford. Hey, there's Tasha. There he is. So we could add him to the course. All right. So he's like, "What is going on?" So I won't do that. We can also select the branches. All right. So once you build your branch, actually, I think you guys have one. Aurora New Life has one. There it is. So we could add it there, or you, you can, we could add it to Visual when we get them set up. Okay? Alright, so what we really want to do is we want to go to the course. So now I go to the course, and we want to start building it. It's empty, right? Okay, so finding that just has an instructor in it. The sequential rules, which I just mentioned, may have done anything. There's no reports or time on that. We don't, we don't have files. Now we could upload a bunch of files here that we can have people look at too. Alright? Let's start with um, uh, web content. Okay, so is there a URL? What's the um, Kidman uh, website here in Ohio? Anybody know? Off the I should know. Let's just look for it. Ohio Kidman. There it is. Okay. So what's what's great about this? Let's say you have a date on your calendar, your um, website that gets updated. You don't want to have to update that every year in, in the in the course. So just embed that web page in your course, and you don't have to do it again. Okay. So let's do. Let's find the. Uh, so let's say we're going to talk about the Kidman conference, right? So long as they don't change the URL. Anytime that's updated, it's going to get updated in your course. So I'm going to do this. Let's paste it. 
Okay? So it'll dump it that way if you want it that way. And they can log in and pull it all out that way. Another way to do this, is cancel, discard changes, is to iframe. Okay? So here's how you iframe. Alright, look at that. It's embedded in the course. Okay? And you can actually add content. Check out. Where's that going? Here's someone. It's gotta be. You got, usually you want it at the top. There it goes. Check out the Ohio kid. Okay? Let me save that. Saving save view. Here's what it'll look like to the learner. Is this helpful? Oh, yes. Okay. It's taking a while. Don't want to waste our time waiting. Alright, let me go back. I'm not going to wait for it to load. But that's basically what it'll look like. Alright, so let's go back over here. So we've got the conference now, that's what we just did. Let's check out, uh, let's put a, somebody wanted to ask about video. So let's find a video. Um, oh, spelled right? Yep. No, B-Y-E, sorry. No, sorry. There you go. Okay, so check that out. There's Pastor Joe. Yeah. Alright, see how quick that was? The fine arts in there, there's a bunch of Yep. So there he is. And so you just put a video right in there. Put a video right in there. So a word from Master Joe about kidney. Alright, let's name this. Uh, Alright. Alright, you know what? Let's end it with a question. Okay. So we want to evaluate the learning. Where's that question? Create new questions. Make it multiple choice. All right. What was Pastor Joe's main point? Okay. So you, now you know that he watched the video. Scroll down. Kidman. Um, I'm going to skip spelling here just for sake of time. Of the life of Joseph. <laughs> um, so let's click that one. If you want to make it like four four answers, you just add another. Um, pass the plate. Okay. God's first. And um, he doesn't like onions. What's that? He doesn't like onions. Oh. That's all it was about. Yeah, so you know your culture, right? So that's done. So you can click Save and View or uh, Back to Units List. Well, that's helpful. Still saving it. Alright, we lost it for some reason. We lost it. Stake. Well, you see how it'll work. So I think we've got some internet issues related to YouTube. Audio is very similar, so you can upload 
MP3, ACC, A, excuse me, AAC, WAV files, MPEG files, WAV files. 600 megabytes is what we will do. So, okay. Um, let's do something else here. What time are we done? 3.15? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. There are a couple other things here. So there's content, which is... That's your basic word processing. Here you go. Okay, so sample. Let's see if it'll save this. Mark is complete. So you can see that now. And now look, see if we let it move stuff around, see how easy that is. Right? Um, the other, a couple of things you can do, you can do flash. Okay, so like a GIF, you can do a GIF. Um, I showed you web content a little earlier. Presentation. So this is going to be PowerPoint, the old version, new version documents. So Word documents you've already created. Excel files, PDF files, and we'll take all of those. Okay? So you could even use SlideShare with it if you're familiar with that as an educator. Alright. Um, so let's just let's just do that so you can see how that works. So I click on upload a document. Um, here's my Tanzania blog that I just just did. So it uploads. Okay, it's generating. There it is. Okay, so and now we go back to Unix. So there it is. And again, if I ever think, you know what? I really feel like that goes first. first. So I just want to spend a lot of time showing you how easy making courses. That's usually where people get hung up. All right, tests. I've shown you a little bit of that again. The other big part of this is clone from another course. Why create something? Somebody's already created it. You have enough, you only have so much time in your day. There's no sense in you creating something something else. Somewhere. That's the whole point of this. So we've got you know 276 churches across Ohio. Well, most churches have a kids' ministry. Most churches have a youth ministry. Let's take the best and use it. Leverage it. That's really the power of a network anyway. Uh, the other thing here is instructor-led training. You can actually schedule a date and a time and use the conferencing tools here to do that if you wanted to. It's not the best, in my opinion. So, you know, I use um, tools like this, like GoToMeeting or um, Zoom that are free. Um, they work pretty well because they're made specifically for that. But it is available, and you can create grades through that as well. Grades, listen to me. You can create content through that as well. All right, so that's that's a very quick um, overview of how to create a course. I want to show you um, just one other course for church creators because I think it's a great course created by one of our um, pastors here in the Ohio Ministry Network. I need to view this uh, as an instructor just because it'll be easier. Okay, so he's created a very quick course for church graders. So we're just going to view these. 
And then, uh, yeah, you know, I do. I think it's it was uh, YouTube for whatever reason. I'm not a great guess. So the audio is not plugged in, but maybe you'll hear it. spend too much time. So he has instructions. Here is standard process. If a scheduled conflict arrives further than three days before your scheduled time to serve, do the following. Obtain a list of volunteers serving the greater ministry. Contact another volunteer. See if they can cover a trade your shift. Upon agreement, contact your leader and inform them of your changes. If your scheduled conflict arises within three days of your scheduled time to serve, do the following. Contact your leader immediately, inform them of the conflict and unavailability, apologize for the late notice, offer to help your ministry leader in finding a replacement. I love that all the details they put in there. Never assume everything will work out itself and go go without informing the ministry leader of your unavailability. Is that not great wisdom right there? Uh That's great wisdom. So he has this. Sorry. What? That one piece of information. Wanted to use that in other, like, for other areas? areas, right? Yeah. Is there a way that you could access that? You can grab that unit, dump it somewhere okay. else. Yep. Now, you may have to edit it because yeah. it's still part of a snippet. Remember those things we can move around? That's yeah. really what you're grabbing. Okay. You're not actually grabbing the document, you're grabbing the car. It's code. Anyway. Yeah, that's fine. That yep. So best case scenario for church graders, and again, I just walk you through it. It's a quick course. We're glad you're here, which is a welcome to conversation. Ask about interests. It's hard, a little hard to read on the screen there. Introduce to a member, common interests, and similar background. Uh, say a farewell. Glad you joined us. Did you enjoy the service? Call them by their name. Okay. All right. Next. All right. Take a password. Okay. Before service arrives, arrive 30 minutes early. Why? Some guests may arrive very early. I won't go through all this. Have a knowledge of available refreshments. Know who else is scheduled to volunteer on the same day. Know all the week, weekend service, worship service, and primary midweek service times. Know an overview of all church ministries. Understand the church building layout. Familiarize yourself with the child check-in process. Hallelujah. Become familiar with emergency procedures. So he's got just great content in here. I'm just telling you, there's a lot of great content in this. All right, so that was a, a quiz, right? So um, he's going to ask if, you know, they they know all of the right answers. By the way, on these tests, some of the tests you can design so that they know right away if they got the answer wrong, and some of them you can design to wait till the end. Okay? All right, so... We want our guests to feel like VIPs, the most honored guests in church. That's the truth. Um, I should exit the end of service promptly to wish people a blessed weekend on my way out. Yes, that's true. So, anyway, you can design the behavior the way you want it in the course. Okay? Let's see where we're at here. So, once somebody completes the course, they get a certificate like this. They can actually download the certificate if they want to. You could print it out and present it if you want to. So there's some really cool practical things you can do as well. So you click continue on that, 
And again, that's all created, it creates a point strategy too. So, you know, you want to reward people for going through the system. You see who's got the highest score. You know, you give away stuff that way. Okay. So that's just a really quick rundown. Um, so this course has 34 instructors. Looks like people like the course. 25 learners. There's some files associated with it here. So this is the video, the PNG he created as well. Okay, so it's just a way to view that. All right, so that's courses. That's, we're literally, we only covered about, um, let's go back here, about 15% of this thing. Okay, so courses and categories kind of go together. Categories where the courses go. Branches we won't cover today. Um, users, so there's a way to add users uh, where you select the username first name, you got to have an email, and then the type. So, learner, trainer, admin, super admin, level two. We can actually create uh, more categories if you church wanted it. No, I don't want to do that. Um, so, you'll, you could add a user that way. They could select an avatar, that sort of thing. And then, of course, you pull those users up into um, your your particular branch. So, um, and again, what's great about this, some of these folks may not have done a whole lot. So let me just look at, um, let's look at this guy here. So Akron Chi Alpha 17 assigned courses. So this person needs to, to get with the program. Let me find somebody else here. Let's do, um, oh, this is going to Let's do Andy Erickson. Let's see what he's done. Okay, so he has 21 courses, 10 completed courses. So you can literally look at everything on an individual user. So what's beautiful about that, especially as you're, you know, if you're looking, if you have somebody checking this monthly, you can see, you know, how long they've logged in, when they were in, their course completions, all that stuff. So it's just, you click on that, you can investigate. You can also, so this is really where reports gets powerful for you, okay? Um, let's go into, see how this will break out now. Branch reports, user reports, course reports, group reports, test reports. I can look at a test, so this is fine when it's uh, got a lot of people in it. And again, you're not going to have all this in your branch, so I'm, I'm showing you everything that there is. Here we go. This is a good one. 142 people took this test. Okay? Everybody passed. So this tells you how long they spent on the quiz. Okay? So um, I can actually log in and look at if they missed questions. So there's some tests that are created that are a little harder. People seem to miss the same answer or the same question over and over and over. But what's cool about this too, see this little thing here? You can download it. CDS file and set file too. Okay. So analysis, um, you know, it tells you, um, you can basically look at the data just a variety of ways. Let's say it that way, okay? How's that for? Get through there. But that's reports, um, events engine. So you can automate a bunch of different things. Course completion will happen. 
Um, when do you want a notification and go to your group? All of that. Alright, so I want you to see that. Uh, this import-export is really helpful for, let's say, you've decided your church is all in and you want to have, you want to onboard everybody all at once and not have them log in individually. If you have all their email, um, how many of you know what your church database system is? Do you, like, I know, have, but you're asking honest. Okay, so Servant Keeper, so you probably use ACS, uh, maybe you use Shelby systems, but you track your attendance, you track your money, all that stuff. So you probably have some emails on hand. You could import all of that and just dump it all in here. That's just a strategy to save you time that way. Okay, so just know that. Um, and then you know, we can help you build a branch if you wanted to as well. So um, it's a really, really powerful tool to use. Um, let's see here. Well, I've covered a whole lot in a short amount of time. What questions do you have? Can you edit clones? Is that the purpose of cloning? So that you can yes. clone it and edit it, edit it to your own preferences? Yep. Okay. Yep, so I'll go back in here. Okay. So, see these inactive courses? I can see those. Nobody else can see those. So, but let's say... That Excuse me. Um, it's like people are charging for some things here. That's fine. Kingdom's got to go for. So let's let's look at this course here. Uh, conflict resolution in the workplace. Can I get into this? Oh, users. Look at this speakers and elders and church boards. Okay, so let's say I really like that course, Gina. I click clone, it'll become a second clone. And then I go in and add it. Like so. so you can change like your church names or whatever mm -hmm. it is that you want to change, take out a document or add a different video. Yep. So let's do this. Let's look at a let's look at a branch now that we've kind of given you the overview. See if we can't find a branch that's got some stuff in it. Okay, so notice this a little bit. So this branch is set up. Um, it's not going to allow members of the branch to join from our, our main URL. They only want them to come in through theirs. That's great. We're happy about that. They also want a single sign-on. Um, so that allows people, I'm not sure I'd say that, it allows people to not have to give as much information. They can just literally click in and log in. So you can set it up how you want it to. Um, just know that the less you will require, the less reporting you're going to get. Does that make sense? So... Um, they're still using that. This is Lakeshore AG. Is that in Mentor? Is that where that is? Mentor Ohio. 
see what it looks like. Yeah, I can't. I need a chance to look up. Can't get into it. Um, well, anyway. Um, well, it says to some odd set this one or something. Does that mean you're not allowed to go there from here? Right. I, I can get into the back of it, but here are all the courses that they've, they've created. And, you know, see how it says branch member? You can't go to that course unless you're a member. So they've made it specifically for their church. They've just designed what's like a very long discipleship training, understanding spiritual warfare, trinity, and the beauty of Jesus Christ, hearing God's voice. Like they've literally built a, a systematic way for people to go through their program. So that yeah. like a membership class or something? Probably, yeah. So, and then these are the branch members. See how these people don't have, they're not going to show up in the branch. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's a literally a crash course on how to use the program. Um, let's see here. Any questions that you have? I want to make sure I answer. 15 minutes here. We do. Where do you get the credentials to log in? Yeah. And who has the ability to log in? Yeah. So what we do is we talk to the church to find out, okay, who's going to be the administrator of the church? So usually that goes through my office. Okay. So I have Betsy Wolf, who's the special projects coordinator at my office. And I have a conversation. I usually confirm that person first. And then we, we start that person out as a learner because I don't want them to start deleting stuff. We can bring it all back, but it's just it's a little bit of a I want them to learn how to use the court, the program first. Then we bring them up to an instructor level where now you're starting to design courses. Uh, and then we make you administrator of a branch. Uh, that was the one thing I wanted to do, uh, was just log into a branch and let you see that. What that looks like. What am I right now? I'm an administrator. That's fine. So let's go into let's go back into this. By the way, you can actually change the language on this stuff too. Yeah. But I'm just thinking in the future we're gonna be able to outreach to Spanish and folks like that. Um, so they've got some stuff in their branch that's just neat. So you could jump in there, you know. What would need to happen, usually what we like to do is I like to make myself a user of that branch for a while to let that person then get familiar with and then pull myself out of there. That kind of goes on to my next question was, is this content monitored by you guys? Yeah, not as much as it probably should be, which is why we, we think the best way to go is to create a branch. Let whoever it is check the content out. Um, you know, like I said, let's not have John MacArthur talk about the Holy Spirit, right? So if you don't know John MacArthur, is not a spiritual believer. No, he's got great content as a preacher, but he's not. You know, so that's why we like to make somebody on the, the church the administrator just to review the content so they can decide. Now we really like the content. I know if, if you want to write courses and stuff, yeah, you want to do your homework, but if you're going to pull from a different branch, 
Right. You're going to want to read through it first. Exactly. If there's something in there that's not biblical. That's my question is, yeah. is was it very closely monitored? Yeah. So if you are trying to put together a course real quick, how yeah. deep do you need to dive into that? And yeah, I, I would say that most stuff on here is pretty solid. Some of the stuff I wouldn't necessarily put on my branch if I was, uh, you know, out of church branch. But, you know, I help churches set, you know, who saw all those branches. There's a bunch of them. Um, so it's really going to be on the local church to make sure that content's what it should be. But, yeah, so my thought is, you know, that administrator creates the branch. What's so cool about this is they can see everything that's already on here. They should be able to, and then I would slowly allow certain instructors to go in as well and see what's on the back end of it. Because once once you build uh, a branch, I need to find one that I'm a member of. So let's see if I can do that. So you can just see, literally, a branch I'm a member of may have like five courses, and that's it. Um, because that's all they want. But the Chi Alpha, let's see if we can't find a, the Chi Alpha branch. Hmm. Here we go. Oh, Chi Alpha training portal. So here are the courses Chi Alpha has. So they have specific stuff. They've got a bunch of courses. They have specific Chi Alpha courses that nobody else can see. Okay, so their their content is totally it's just totally different than a normal church. Is they're they're trying to train missionaries, so hopefully that helps you. Like I can't even get into it because I'm not a user, so I, I actually have to go in and let's see, password. So I'm going to add myself as a as a learner just to see it. Okay. Yeah, there's there's a bunch. Just me getting into places, of course. So I gotta come down here and look for it. Let me see. Alright, so now I can get into this and look at it. But that, again, that just shows you how you can control that. That's a great question. Okay? I need to go out, go back to this, take myself to the course. What other questions do you have? Why aren't we a branch yet? Does Pastor Joe know about this? I don't know. <laughs> it's the best kept secret in a while. What's the, what do you think is the, why is it the best kept secret? Why is it still a secret? I don't know. Probably because there's just a lot of different things happening in the Hymn Tree Network. Um, you know, yeah. <laughs> so because I'm like, oh, this is amazing. It but is. We have to get a branch set up first. So it takes some time, I'm sure, to set yeah. up and kind of dig into it So I mean, there are 500 users like this. So yeah. part of it is I've been busy with other things, but um, you know, there are about 7,000 leaders in all that in our churches. So I mean, about 43,000 people that worship with us on Sunday morning in a variety of church styles. Uh, we've got 80,000 out here, so people can say that our, one of our churches in Ohio is their church. So, um, as we want to grow, so I'll just tell you, 
we want to double in size. This is going to come out of some fashion comments, right? We'd like to double in size in terms of the size of churches and the number of churches piles in the next 10 years. And we are at, uh, not only get ahead of the vision that's about to get put out there, but just giving you the early notes. We've recognized how important online learning is for, for doing that. So, what if we could get all of our leaders onboarded in one place? That would be a huge cost. When you're talking about kids' ministry leaders, board members, you're talking about, like, synergy is really about 10% of what's out there. So, the power of this is that. And so, that's kind of why we've done what we've done. So, yeah, it's a great, it's a big secret, uh, but it just takes time. With anything. So um, I think it's, it's, the key is you've got to figure out how you're going to use this tool in your local church setting. Um, but it's free. You don't have to always be free. Um, that's why, why we've designed it the way we have. So anyway, that's kind of the, the presentation. There's more we could do, more we could look at. Um, but uh, it's my pleasure to show it to you guys. So. Yeah. More questions, we have more time. So I'm happy to entertain questions too. Something else you want to look at? I mean, we scratched the surface really well, but it actually can't be. Um, I'd like to, when you create your branch, see how our logo's there? Your branch is going to have Hope Church or Bisonville or Aurora New Life or whatever um, on your branch. It's going to look like you. You can change all the colors and categories. You can move stuff around too. Um, it's, just, it's, it's about who you are going to assign in your church. Um, as a strategy of discipleship. Let me go, but let me bring it back to why, right? Why do we want to do this? We want to do this because you can train leaders anywhere they go now. You can take and expand your discipleship footprint beyond the four walls of your local church. And you can do that by leveraging a tool to get more people mobilized in the right places at the right time. Okay? There are a lot of other great tools out there. There's version Bible app. But in terms of system strategy structures for training leaders to do discipleship, we can't just think about what's happening in classroom. We have to use the other 23 hours that people are not at your church, or really 100, what is it, 167 hours they're not at your church, right? So that's how you can expand. That's one way you can expand your discipleship real estate. So Colobot is now you can keep them accountable, right? So you can track what they're doing. Um, and really that allows us to take the inside classroom and use it for coaching. And the biggest thing, I'm just going to tell you, the biggest thing that's the law of the lid for leaders, not just in church but general, is emotional intelligence. This doesn't do that. This helps give people information. Coaching and emotional intelligence is what should be happening more in our local churches about getting people to take action on what they know in their head that never actually practice. Especially as you get into the more mature stages of discipleship. It's less about the classroom. And it's more about go out and use your faith, practice your faith, right? So anyway, it's my pleasure to present it to you. I'm happy to, um, you know, if we need to do a phone call with you individually to help your church bring us on board, I'm happy to do that. And um, we'll just continue to take steps forward um, as a group, uh, as, as a group of leaders. So um, several presbyters, Especially our younger folks are like, oh, this, this is huge, it's great. So um, digital natives are going to gravitate to this a whole lot faster than some of the other generational people, and that's okay. But this is where everything's headed. So it's just important, whether it's this tool or another tool, to just have an online footprint when it comes to discipleship. So. All right, well, thanks. Thanks for being part of my, uh, my session today.